This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. On today's episode of the Bolts broadcast, Tampa's forecast is frozen. Stay tuned. Season 4, episode 51 of the Bolts broadcast. Mike Mitchelson and Chase Crawshaw with you today. Chase, how are you on this fine Wednesday afternoon? Oh, I'm just, I'm hanging in, doing swell, you know. It's ugly outside. It hailed like a mofo during the day. And last night, it's supposed to, I, I don't remember exactly how big it got, but I know it was supposed to get as big as like tennis ball size hail. Um, luckily, no, no, no shattered windows or anything not not in the car a couple couple dents in the car a couple uh chip chip paint spots i'm a little little annoyed about but you know we're living so it's all right how how about you down there uh i'm incredibly disappointed because unlike you indianapolis was i mean very much like michigan indianapolis was supposed to get absolutely smoked hail thunderstorms possible tornadoes all of that and all we got was a, a little bit of a little bit of thunderstorm. I think we only got maybe an inch, inch and a half of actual water. We never experienced any hail. The wind got to a max like eighteen miles per hour. It's like, come on! Everyone so, was hyping it up and nothing. Uh, you're you're disappointed that your car didn't get chipped paint because of hail. Yes, that, very much so. Why? All right. Well, I. Hey, you're, you're a different breed, I guess. If anything, I'm optimistic. As I got into work today, everyone talking about it. Ooh, big scary storm coming. Uh, most people were hitting me with the, I'm just hoping my car gets taken away in the tornado so I can get a new one. And I'm like, hey, fair enough. I mean, it might take a while for, you know, the insurance to kick in and, you know, all that. Might not be able to yeah. make it to work tomorrow, but. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's not an overnight process there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it it was weird, but I think a lot of people at work were, you know, hoping for something. It didn't need to be, we weren't hoping for tornadoes and mass damage and, uh, you know, stuff like that. But little flicker of the lights, we couldn't even get that. So it was just disappointing. Everyone was hyping it up to be the biggest, baddest storm that Indianapolis will ever see. And, Sure enough, it was just another thunderstorm. A little disappointed, but I think it's just because of expectations. Expectations were so high. So, for example, Bolt's broadcast, expectations so high. 
knock it out of the park every time. So you're happy about it, right? Well, expectations for the storm, super high. Didn't live up to it. Super disappointed. You're weird. <laughs> I you're like storms. Do you like storms? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't like storms. I don't hate storms. I don't have any issue. Like, if, if it's just, you know, nice rain and it's not, like, super loud thunder to the point where it's, like, oh, louder than my freaking TV, um, you know, like that, that type of stuff, that's, that's fine, but... but I don't want hail. Why the hell would I want hail? Yeah, hail is, I mean, it is, but I love thunderstorms. And if I was less intelligent than I actually am, I'd probably be a storm chaser because I think storms are awesome. But, you know, I I understand the fact that a tornado can kill you, so probably don't want to go mess with that and chase it. But overall, thunderstorms and stuff like that is just super interesting at least. I, I mean, sure, I, I, I guess, but I, I, I don't know. It's, you, know, you know what's nice? It's like sunny and seventy-five with a slight breeze. Hey, I agree. Being on the lake, ooh, yeah, that, 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 that's that's what I think is even better. Even if you're, if you're on the water, you can even go up to eighty. Yeah, and we were talking about breaking out the country music here recently. Uh, I did probably about three, four weeks ago. And it's a, it's like Christmas music, you know, as it starts getting warmer, you got to bring it out for the season. And, yep. uh, I've been absolutely digging it with these warm days. I know you brought it out recently too. I did. I brought it out. And then three of the next five days have been very loud storms, lightning, hail, and in rain, just heavy rain. So I think I jinxed it. Yeah. It probably was your fault to be honest. I did. What isn't at this point? Great point. Well, on today's episode of the Bolts broadcast, going to be doing a little game preview because nothing to review. Uh, also, after commercial break, talking about uh, a couple of awards when it comes to the NHL, as well as talk about the Frozen Four, which is in Tampa this year. So that's going to be exciting. But um, with with not a lot of a lot of things happening in the NHL world over the last four days since we last recorded, or three days really. Uh, Chase, I wanted to get your opinion on on the baseball season. Like, I don't know about you, but I have been incredibly excited for baseball this year. I've watched a couple of games, hop into MLB The Show 23, been playing a little bit of that, and hell, I'm even in a baseball fantasy league. Now, I haven't checked it since the draft happened, <laughs> but but nonetheless, I did join a league. Yeah, that's that's that's... Yeah, I guess that's something. Um, yeah, no, it's it's good. I'm happy it's here. Uh, you know, I I got my league. I started doing last year. So you know, becoming more and more of a baseball fan as the years go on. You know, before I was like, yeah, this is just so boring. I got yeah, I could I could do I could watch so many other things, but yeah, it's it's finally you know f- finally kind of popping up on my radar for lack of a better term a bit more. So doing this fantasy league definitely helps quite a bit. I've got a wagon of a team. So that also makes it very fun. Um, oh crap! Looking at my lineup, I got to take Juan Soto out. He ain't playing today. Oh, never mind. Everyone, everyone else. Yeah, yeah, uh, a little, little too late. I just yeah, checked my lineup. Just, same thing. Either. What's that? I said I just checked my lineup. Same thing. Juan Soto in there, and uh, no one to switch out. Yeah, everyone on my bench isn't playing, so it really doesn't matter anyway. But um, anywho, yeah, no, the, the, the team the team's gross. I have a great hitting lineup, like a solid pitching group i i have by far the best hitting in this league not not even close anyway baseball it's 
it's definitely going to be more intriguing this year. Uh, it already is a bit with, with the pitch clock um, makes things go faster. Cause you know, I, 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 I love going to a baseball game. Going to a baseball game is one of the best things because it's pretty relaxed. Um, it, it's super nonchalant. It's not like hockey where you have to be watching every second. Otherwise you're going to miss something or it's not like football where, you know, it, like you have to get super diehard at it. You know, baseball, it, it can, it can just be a nice day out. You're in the warm weather. You're, you're just hanging out. Uh, especially if you're going to to like a day game during the week, you're getting some really cheap tickets. Um, you just go go have a beer and a hot dog. It's 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 a great vibe. So I'm 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 happy that it's back around. Um, you know, like I, I'm gonna be start going to a couple games this year. Um, and oh, I I kind of got off topic because I, as I was saying all that with, with the pitch clock. Um, it, it was hard watching on TV before because like it just took too long. It got boring. But yep. um, now, now with the pitch clock there, it'll be easier to watch on TV and it's still very enjoyable going to the games. You know, I think it was a perfect, uh, really just home run for the MLB. They had the um, World Baseball Classic, which obviously got a lot of fans excited. And then the pitch clock came in. And I'm looking at stats right now. On opening day... This year, compared to last year, viewership was up 42%. That is That's huge. huge. The MLB was, I, I hate to say it because it's America's pastime, but the MLB was very much a dying sport when you look at viewership over the last decade. This year, something different. They got the pitch clock. The MLB, or the, the baseball classic happened. Like, just everyone is more focused on it, and it, it's been great for the MLB. So hopefully they keep rolling with it because I'm super excited about it, even though my Red Sox are sitting, I think, two and three right now. Not great. How about your Tigers? What are they doing? Dude, they, they're, they're terrible. They're, they're horrible. <laughs> they, uh, they, they lost they're, – they're playing, they're playing the Astros, so it's, that's not a fun matchup this week. They lost eight to two today. Uh, so it's, it's a tough series to go on through, but – I'm ex- if if they crack 70 wins, I, I'm going to be ecstatic because I can't even imagine that happening. It's it's going to be a long road for the Tigers. They have a horrible, horrible prospect system um, or a prospect group, whatever you, whatever you want to call it. And they, they, they're really going to need to retool it over the, over the next couple of years. So it's they're, they're going to be probably three, four years out before you can even start considering that they might get a couple of extra wins. Uh, they're they're just in hell thanks to uh, freaking Alavila. Yeah, it's a tough one, but hey, Tampa fans, they should be pumped with a raised seven to two victory today over the Nationals. They now sit six and zero, off to a great start for the Tampa Boys. Uh, yeah. Speaking of the Tampa Boys, Chase, we should probably talk about our Tampa Bay Lightning here. Uh, not much to talk about. When it comes to game-related stuff, that has already occurred because we haven't had a game. Uh, we do have one tonight, but obviously we record Wednesday, so we can release Thursday. I've not been able to take a peek at that one, but we do have games to preview. That starts tomorrow, Thursday, against the New York Islanders. The Islanders currently in a wildcard spot. This is a team that... Uh, I would love to see a big victory over because beating teams within your own conference on the way to the playoffs is huge. Yeah, it, it definitely helps to feel good. And obviously not much is changing for the Lightning and the Leafs that their matchup's kind of set, but it, it kind of helps momentum, a good confidence booster. So it, it would be good to kind of take this back to back. We'll be you know going against the Raiders tonight. Um, you guys will know the outcome by the time this comes out. And then tomorrow, just staying in, in town, just going to play the Islanders instead. Should should be a fun little matchup. Uh, 
you know, th- three games in four days is the second leg of that stretch. And I would expect it'll probably be Brian Elliott going in that. I- I'm going to have to guess fast. Obviously going tonight. I haven't even checked the lineup yet to see. Um, so I, I got to assume that, that Elliott will be the one going tonight or t- as of recording tonight, I should say. And ho- hopefully he does. All right. Because, yeah, been been a bit of a struggle for him the last couple of years. You know, the numbers haven't been fantastic. You know, it'd be cool to see him play well. Yeah, it sure would. And then we got Ottawa on Saturday, and this is a team that technically still has a chance to hop into the playoffs, but they're looking at a hard run. So if we can just end their season here, that would be a great morale booster for us, as well as it'd be fun to take out a divisional opponent. God, you're just rooting for the downfall teams. It's pretty rude of you. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, no, it's it should should be a winnable game. You know, the Senders they're they're not a bad team. They're also not a great team. So it should should be winnable. Not too much of an issue. It'd be tough for the Senders because that kind of would be would be the end of of the season for them. But you know that that's just that's just the way it goes sometimes. But at the same time. You know, we got we got five games left in the year. I expect Vasilevsky to go against the Rangers. I expect Elliott to go against the Islanders. And then that leaves three games. And if it were me, I would play Brian Elliott in two of them. Which two, I don't know. I don't know if I go back-to-back Ottawa-Toronto and give them three games in a row. Or if I go now Toronto-Detroit. Or if I go Ottawa-Detroit. Whatever it might be, I don't know. So, you know, Elliott might be the one in that here. Might, might be helping out Ottawa a little bit. I don't know. We'll see. What do you think about throwing Brian Elliott in the net against Toronto? And just let them get a little little confidence during the regular season, but then once they first the stone wall that is Andre Vasilevsky in playoffs, you know it it gets rid of their morale a little bit. Or it could be a little plot twist. Vasilevsky could put up like a forty five save shutout and be like, "Yeah, you guys are gonna see this in a week," and then they get scared and then they they just absolutely flop. That too. That too. So either way, let's just demoralize them. Yeah, I'm cool with that. One way or another, at some point, yeah. I'd love to see it. And with this Ottawa matchup, um, you know, I I would love to say that Tampa is the sole reason that they get eliminated from the playoffs. But let's be honest, they've done that to themselves over their last 10 games, 4-3-3. Three, and three. It's been a tough look for them, which makes me more confident when it comes to Tampa. The last time we saw them was March 23rd. We lost 7-2. to It wasn't great, but this is a different Tampa team. We're now on a... Good win streak of three, hopefully four after tonight, and hopefully five after the Islanders game. Little different Tampa team than the one the Senators saw back two weeks ago. Yeah, it it it, it definitely is. Um, it's we're, we're finally you know finally getting that momentum, finally finally getting rolling. Um, and you know honestly, kind of what what I'm feeling here is you know we're we're on that that three game burner. We'll, we'll we'll get four tonight. And we'll probably finish eight the regular season since there's going to be eight games you know left in that span, and we'll probably just go sixteen and zero through the playoffs. Honestly, I, I I don't know why like why not why that can't happen. Like you're playing the game, you might as well just win it, right? Seems easy enough. To, to me, it does. Like I don't know why more teams just don't win. I, I I don't I don't know. Like if me personally, like I I would just go out there and win. It's kind of confusing, isn't it? Yeah, it makes makes no sense. To Maybe me. we should get into the locker room because it seems the the mentality isn't really there for that. They're like, oh, well, we want to put on a show and, you know, uh, have an entertaining league. But we should get in there and just be like, no, just win. No, just, just, win, just win the hockey game. Like, yeah. like, why not? You're already here. Just win. That's yeah, easy enough. I don't, I don't really get it. I don't really get it. <laughs> All right. 
Well, that's going to do it for the first half of the show. We want to go to a quick commercial break. Say hi to our friends over at DraftKings. And after the commercial break, talk about some NHL awards as well as the Frozen Four. The biggest tournament in college basketball is underway, and the action is just getting started on the DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Plus, combine bets for a shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings will be featuring parlays and odd boosts all tournament long, so be sure to check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day to see what they have in store. Will FAU continue their miracle run, or will the Final Four be their final resting spot? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code THPN. Right now, new customers can bet $5 on any pregame Moneyline bet and get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Only at the DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings. Thanks so much for sponsoring the show. Chase, I know you were rooting for San Diego State in the tournament. I was personally was. pulling for... Well, I wasn't really pulling for anyone. Like, I, if personal belief, I would have rather take UConn. But at the same time, the guy who said 70-1 to 1 San Diego State back in November, I was also rooting for him. So I, I didn't have a big stake in it. But UConn, they, they kind of just dominated the game. Yeah, SDSU had a couple stretches where it's like, all right, they're turning this into a ball game, and then the script just immediately flipped, which which sucked. It would have been cool to see it a little more competitive, but it is what it is. Um, I was definitely rooting for SDSU, FAU, whichever whichever came out of that side. Um, basically, the whole freaking bracket, almost whoever came out of that side, is kind of who I was rooting for. But alas, even though it was you know a lower seed, it's still a team that is very prominent in the college basketball scene. Um, men's, women's doesn't matter. It's, I would have liked to see someone different. It would have been cool to see SDSU win. But here we are. Whatever. It's it's basketball. I'm I'm not gonna lose any sleep over it. Yeah, and UConn now has I think five national championships in the last two decades, which pretty impressive. I mean, they're also a team that has missed the tournament quite a few times, but. I mean, five national championships in the last two decades. That's by far the most. So hats off to them. It's just boomer bust for them. Yeah, it's just literal boomer bust. Yeah, it's been crazy. But uh, any sports bets on the book tonight? Nothing tonight. I So the money that I had in my account, I placed a bunch of it just kind of on like random futures and stuff. Some NFL draft related, some, you know, like championship related, like, like um, you know, like MLB championship stuff. I, I couldn't find any... Um, like NHL odds I like, so I didn't do any of that. But just just basically all futures in there right now. Don't have anything extra for live bets at the moment. Okay, cool. Sounds good. Well, if we are betting on something, it's our boy Jason McCrimmon. Yes, sir. So, everybody, make sure to go to uh, NHL.com and go vote in the Willio Reward for Jason McCrimmon. Uh, if you don't know, he is a... I, I, he runs a nonprofit. So I should I say owner of a nonprofit. I don't know if that's right word, but he he runs a nonprofit um, charity here in Detroit, Michigan. Detroit Ice Dreams. It's designed to get inner city kids um, into the sport of hockey by helping provide them equipment, ice time, and just kind of structure in their life and uh, mentorship. And I know Jason personally. It's an awesome honor for him to be one of the three finalists for this award. Uh, just such an uh, an amazing, honorable, just just achievement. And to even be spoken in the same sentence as Willie O'Ree, 
So please, everyone, go vote for Jason McCrimmon. Um, you know, the, the other two finalists, obviously, they have done great things as well to get to this point. But it, it would really be awesome for me to see, you know, so, someone that's, that's very close to me end up winning this award. It, it would it would be just it, it would be so cool. Uh, so I, I've been texting everybody, messaging everybody, tweeting it. Everyone's got to got to go vote. Uh, so please go do that. There's I think 12 more days left uh, as of this recording. So make sure to get in on it. Yeah, I've been rooting for the boy, Jason. Uh, now, I don't know him personally, but uh, the conversations I've had with you, Chase, about him seems like an awesome dude and would love to see him take home that award. And, I mean, helping my home area, Detroit, is also just fantastic. How do you not root for that? So excited to see the outcome of that one. But like Chase mentioned, if you would so so gracefully go root or go vote for Jason McCrimmon. That'd be fantastic. Uh, Chase, let's not talk about Wayne Gretzky as he wants to see a new award be given out. Yeah, so Wayne there, uh, you know, I, I, I agree with him big time on this one. He wants to see a Bobby Orr award. So, you know, right now we got the Norris. It's supposed to be for the best defenseman in the league. And he wants to see Bobby Orr um, get his own recognition as the best offensive defenseman in the league as well as James Norris still exists and being the best all-around offenseman. And I've said the same thing for a while, that Bobby Orr should get his own trophy because he changed the game of hockey. He truly did. Um, you know, James Norris is one of the great early defensemen of all time. Uh, you know, he, he made a strong impact as well. But Bobby Orr completely changed the sport. There was no defenseman who was doing the things that he did. Um, there was no player really doing the things that he did. It, he he's the reason that Kale McCarr exists because if it wasn't for Bobby York, no defenseman would have started trying to play that way. Every guy like that would have just played forward. But now the game, it's so much fun. We get to see a Kale McCarr. We get to see, you know, a Rasmus Dahlin, a Quinn Hughes. We get, we get to see these types of guys. And it really is thanks to Bobby Orr. So I would love to see that award given out to the best offensive defenseman. It doesn't even have to be just pure point scoring. You could you can make it, obviously, points, or you can make it like, factoring in the goals and the plus, minus, and the power points, all that stuff, too. So it doesn't have to be just a scoring race thing. You could still make it a, a vote type thing. As well, still having the best two-way defenseman. And who knows? May, maybe the leading scorer, like, like you know, like Hedman has, has been up in that point where he's been one of the top scorers in the league on top of being a very strong two-way defenseman. So maybe you can win both awards, and that, that would be awesome, too. So... The NHL should definitely consider it. I don't know what the process is of them, you know, kind of creating or adding a new award, but they, they should definitely consider this very strongly. Yeah, I'm 100% in on this. I mean, it gives not only a voice to the amazing offensive defensemen we have in the league, but it also talks to the defensemen that are a little bit more defensively inclined, like your Mackenzie Wiegers and others of the such. Like, it'd be great to see them get their recognition with the James Norris while another player like a Kale McCarr who's going off with 90 points can still get his recognition as well. I mean, forwards, they have so many awards. Goalies even have two awards. So why can't we give just a little bit more to our defensemen in the league? I agree 1,000%. It's something that I have fought for for years, and I will continue fighting for until it eventually happens, and I do have a feeling that it might eventually happen. Yeah, I'm excited. It would be fantastic to see... Bobby Orr with his own award in the NHL awards be fantastic. But Chase, let's talk about the final four or the frozen four. Now Uh, the final four teams coming out of Minnesota, Michigan, Quinnipiac, all pretty expected, but then we see BU back here. Uh, It's been a while since BU has been dominant. You look at the Jack Eichel days, but 
seeing BU and an unranked team hop into this Frozen Four. It's good to see. Yeah, it, it is. Um, like they're obviously a, a a school that gets a lot of recruits, a lot of talent in, but it just hasn't kind of been there the last couple of years. It's been been um, you know a, a, just a few other schools to kind of taking them out. Michigan's obviously been at the top. The Minnesota schools basically always do very well, especially the University of Minnesota. And see BU kind of back in this this action as well. It's nice, but obviously we on the show will be rooting for the Michigan boys because uh, like yeah, who who wants those other schools to win, right? Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. I think whoever comes out of uh, the Michigan Quin- Quinnipiac game is who I'm pulling for, just because even though I have hard times saying Quinnipiac, it's also just such a cool name. And I still I still don't even know if it's. If it's Quinnic- Quinnipiac or Quinnipiac, I still don't know which way to pronounce it. Quinnipiac? It's just like the emphasis guy. Yeah, Quinnipiac. It might be like, um, you know, like the, the, um, like the prominence more towards the front of the word than the middle of the word. Like that's too much Quinnipiac nip, or Quinnipiac. That's, that's too much What do you say? That's too much nip. Quinnipiac? Yeah. Give me Quinnipiac. Yeah, Quinnipiac. I don't think there's ever such a thing as too much nip. <laughs> too much nip, Chase. Don't get the dolphins out. We don't need them. People have no idea what that means. <laughs> no, they do not. Uh, that's an inside one too. That's not, that's not. Uh, no one else will know. That's us. Well, these these frozen four games. Uh, what are we thinking? I mean, obviously you're pulling for Michigan, so um, assuming you're going to have them t- over Quinnipiac, but uh, Minnesota BU. You think BU has the upset, or do you think Minnesota is just too strong of a team at this point? Well, BU absolutely has a shot. You don't get to this point if you don't have a shot, but I, I fully expect Minnesota to take that one. Um, I, I don't think it'll be an ass-kicking by any means, but it should be a relatively safe win for them. Michigan and Quinnipiac, that, that'll be that'll be more of a fun game, but again, I still expect the, the favorite there, Michigan, to come out on top. I I, I Honestly, if, like, if Michigan, like, in my opinion, they were the best team. They're the best team in the country this year, despite – what they you know were f- like finished as seating wise, I, they were the number one team to me. So me coming into all this, that, that they they were the favorites to me. So I still expect them to win it all. It really would be quite disappointing if they don't. Uh, you know, I, I know they've had a coaching change. They went from Mel Pearson, who was not very well revered, to Brandon Nerado, who is very well revered, and maybe that's going to help them. St- they'll keep getting recruits, but if they keep falling, you know, short with all these talented teams that they have, maybe players start looking elsewhere because. Right now, everybody keeps f- just funneling to Michigan from the U.S. program because, like, they're like they're, they're living in Plymouth and then Ann Arbor just down the street, so they're by the school all the time. So they, they can see the fandom, they can see how good the team is. They all want to go there, but if if they're proven, if they're just not proven that they can get themselves over that hump, I, I'm 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 nervous. Maybe they'll start going elsewhere. Maybe they'll join uh, our our Tampa first round pick over at Michigan State. <laughs> They, they will not join Sparty. I already knew that's exactly what you were going to say. Sparty's coming through, baby. Get ready. They, hey, they, they did a good job with the transfers with Isaac Howard and Red Savage. I really, really like, really, really like those additions for them. But mm-hmm. it's, it's really been since, like, it's been a while. It, may, may, maybe since Advocator. Like, they, oh, they won yeah, that the natty teams? back in, like, 04, 06, whatever the hell it was. Uh, uh, that might have been the last time they were, like, truly relevant. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. But uh, yeah. a little preview for the Michigan-Quinnipiac game. Michigan-Quinnipiac actually Quinnipiac. matched up in the quarterfinals last year, and Michigan took them out 7-4. to four. So uh, that might be a little sneak peek on what happens in that game. 
And then I was looking, Minnesota, they actually lost in the semifinals last year to Minnesota State, who then eventually felt the Denver as your champion. But uh, this year, we do not see Denver get through. We do not see Minnesota State even in the tournament. So it's going to be exciting. We're going to have new teams in the championship. And uh, I know, Chase, you're, you're probably thinking it's going to be the M teams. I do think it's going to be the M teams. I, I really do. And that, that's what I I kind of – I think that would be the best game in the final is those two facing off. But I would probably prefer it be Michigan, BU. That would be the game I'd have the most fun watching because of the four teams, those are the two that I think I like the most. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, that's going to do it for the show. Aside from, of course, a hockey name of the day, uh, we got old Benjamin Berkjeland. Benjamin, yeah, he, he got that part. Oh boy, it's gonna be like Birkjaland. Birkjaland, you yeah, you, yeah. you don't say the J, silly yeah, goose. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. So Benjamin Birkjaland, just like that, twenty-five-year-old Norwegian Swedish forward, currently playing in the Norwegian league, uh, has been since the 2015-2016 season. Well, I should say at least half that season because the first half of the season, he spent time playing in the WSHL, which is the Western States Hockey League, a league that no longer exists. Ended up, a um, couple of teams ended up moving elsewhere, but the league as a whole folded, which is a shame. That was that was a hell of a league. But beside the point, uh, you know, currently playing in Norway, just signed with a new team. Um, you know, he, he'd been with whoever the hell, you know, I, I don't know anything about the Norwegian Hockey League. I'm not going to lie to you. So he's been with whoever the the Sternian hockey team is, and now he's going over to Villarenga. I'm guessing that's how it's pronounced. I don't know. But uh, 12 points, 45 games this last season, uh, 49 penalty minutes, big boy at uh, you know six foot three, 227 pounds. So just a nice little power forward there in, in the Norwegian league. It, I got to got to look into it. See if he has any skill. Um, it doesn't really play internationally, so so don't know. But uh, who knows? Maybe now he's got the Norwegian citizenship. We see him somewhere. Yeah, and you're not gonna get any better than alliteration with a name. You know, if you don't alliterate, it's probably not a great name. Sorry, I I don't mean to break dreams out there, but that's just how it is. You know, Mike, you make a really good point. Honestly, like if you're if you don't have an alliterated name, if that's even a word, I don't know. Then, like, what are you even doing at this point? You are so right, Chase Crawshaw. Yeah, absolutely, Mike Mitchelson. All right, well, we gotta get out of here. This is getting stupid. Chase, this whole show's been stupid. Just, just, just hit him. Just hit him. I will hit him with a with a thank you for checking out the show. You can go follow the socials, Bolts Broadcast on Twitter, Hockey Podcast Network at Hockey Pod Net on Twitter, and then WNP our other show at WNP Sports Pod on Twitter. And those last two are also both on Instagram at that same exact handle. Make sure to go to hockeypodcastnetwork.com. You can find all the podcasts on the network right there. Boom. You just click the logo. Listen, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Whoever listening, raise five stars. Send us your questions, comments, concerns. We'd appreciate it. Review. Do not forget to use code THPN when you sign up for DraftKings. Thanks so much for stopping by. We'll talk to you next time.